You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the Valentine's Views podcast for Friday. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts across the big Blue View Radio Network. All right, as the Giants season ends and our attention turns toward the 2024 NFL Draft, there's nobody better for, for us to talk to at this time of the year than Senior Bull Director Jim Nagy, and we welcome Jim to the show now. Jim, thank you uh, very, very much for a few minutes in a really busy time for you. Yeah, good to see you again, Ed. Hey, so I'm going to start with a really selfish question that that hopefully some of our listeners are interested in but i always go to the combine every year i go to the combine it's been sort of a tradition for me the last few years but if i'm only going to go to one event and i don't want you to throw this the combine under the bus but if i'm only going to go to one event this year i make your make your pitch for me to go to mobile why that why that benefits uh you know so, someone like me and and why that you know benefits the players so much uh, I'm not going to throw the combine under the bus. It's a great event. I go every year as well. Uh, they do a great job with you guys. They do a great job with the media. I'd say for fans, this, this is just a more fan-friendly event. Um, combine's very corporate. The players are are really sealed off. You don't get any real access to players at the combine. And we, we give tons of access here. So um, you can see these guys at practice. You can be 10 feet from the drills. You can get autographs after practice. Uh, parade that these guys march in and throw autograph footballs um, there's opportunities on game day to meet these players so um and the whole nfl world is down here and again they're not they're not you know in the rca i guess it's not the rc rca dome anymore i guess it's lucas oil stadium but uh you know the teams aren't all in a stadium they're they're milling around downtown mobile it's a small town environment you get to see these guys i tell people all the time if you set up a a lawn chair out in front of our senior bowl headquarters here on Dolphin Street Mobile. Over the course of the week, you'd see every head coach, every GM walk by, um, and our players walking around too. So it's just a, uh, it, again, for 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 people that do come every year, the the media that do come down here, we went from we were stagnant about 900 media members uh, for a few years. We went up to over 1,100 last year. It's one of those events. If you come once, you're going to come back every year. It's just a, it's a great place to network. It's a great place to see people. Um, and again, it's, it's real football. It's, it's not, uh, it's not the underwear Olympics. It's guys in a really competitive environment, uh, working their tails off. This is, this is, to me, this is the biggest job interview these guys are going to have. Absolutely. Hey, let me ask you before we get into some of the guys that'll be in your game this year, one of the guys that, that you really pitched last year was John Michael Schmitz. And the Giants took John Michael Schmitz in the second round. I don't know how closely you've been able to follow, you know, what he's done this year, what the Giants have done this year. But if you can, 
just some overall thoughts on on what John Michael Schmitz has done for the Giants. Yeah, I, I can't I can't comment too much. I don't have time. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> quite frankly, I'm watching all the college tapes. So I if I can catch a, a Monday night game or a Thursday night game a little bit here and there. Um, I do when I do get when I am home on a Sunday. I try to watch the Seahawks. That's the last team I, I worked for. Um, still got a lot of friends back there. So I don't know. I don't know too much what John Michaels brought to the Giants. I know that he was a really natural center, and that's why I pushed him. I thought he was a day one center, really natural at the position. Had a great head on his shoulders, so he could come in and, and uh, whatever whatever weight needed to be lifted, uh, you know, in terms of adjusting fronts and helping a quarterback. I knew he was able to do that. So um, I was I was excited when they picked him. I uh, hit Joe and, and uh, Dave's up when they picked him and, and told him I thought it was a great pick and. Uh, I hope he's doing well. I, I do. I just I, I don't have any clue. I haven't watched any NFL tape. It's been a rough year for the Giants' offensive line, but that's uh, but that's not his fault. In a lot of lot of other circumstances. So let me let me ask you about this. We talked a little bit about this before we before we started recording. Big difference in the Senior Bowl this year is that underclassmen are eligible. You know, for the first time, and I'm curious. How is that changing the rosters and how is that changing, you know, what you guys do and maybe the, the entire process? Well, a couple of things. I think it's, it's made our process a lot more fluid. Uh, like I was telling you off the air, we're, we used to feel good about our roster in the beginning of December. We felt pretty locked into where we were going to be. And now here we are in the beginning of January and it's, things are still a little, there's still some moving parts. So um, you got to wait for these juniors to declare, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. been some, uh, some back channel conversations through the agent community on these players, but, but at the end of the day, like these guys are still trying to decide whether to come out or stay in and, um, so it's it's made that more fluid, and then just overall, it's it's going to you know really ramp ramp up the uh, star power of the game. We've been averaging about forty of the top 40, 41, 42 of the top hundred players over the last three or four years. Um, I would expect that number to be closer to seventy now. We're we're locked in on about twenty five. Have have commitments from about twenty five to thirty juniors, which we'll announce next next Tuesday night uh, on the NFL Network when we do our Senior Bowl roster reveal show. So. Um, yeah, there's some, there's some great ones. And again, we're, we're really targeting top hundred juniors. If we're going to, if we're going to go into the fourth and fifth round, um, for guys, we'll, we'll, we'll still bring change the, I mean, we're still going to be mostly a senior laden game. Um, but, but these juniors are going to, you know, help the, the upper level, those top three rounds, they're, they're going to help that significantly. Yeah, it's uh, and just to to be clear, the game is February third. Practice is the week before that, and I think the deadline for these underclassmen to declare is what the seventeenth of this month. Yeah, that's that's right. That's the date. Okay, so things could be fluid right at, right right through then, even though you're going to be announcing some things. You said next week. Yeah, on Tuesday yep. on the NFL Network. So okay. that'll be uh, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, uh, myself. We will. Uh, we will be unveiling those guys, and then I think the other reveal that night will be uh, the day after the national championship game. We've got commitments from, I think, six or seven Michigan players that they've all asked that we hold off. Um, so we'll be we'll nice. be announcing a slew, slew, slew of Michigan guys after that uh, national championship game. Nice. So it'll be uh, a lot, a, a heavy, heavy dose of, of the top prospects, the, the day one and day two guys will be uh, – 
on the field in uh, in Alabama to, for the Senior Bowl then? Yeah, I, I would expect us to have 65 to 75 top 100 players in the game. Nice, nice. That'll be the uh, the place to pay attention to. So let me ask you, you know, one of the one of the guys on my staff wanted me to ask you this. There's there's always you talk about the top 65, 70, you talk about the Michigan kids, but there's always a couple of small school kids. There's always a couple of guys that who whose names we really don't know. Of the kids you've got commitments from right now, um, you know, who would you say, you know, are a couple of kids that that are going to take the going to take the senior bowl by storm and really going to help their their draft prospects and their their sort of notoriety leading up to the draft. Yeah, for sure. The the small school element has always been a huge part of this game going back to Michael Strahan when he came out of Texas Southern and then you you know you take it to the past couple of years with with guys like, you know, Cody Mauk and Trevor Penning and some of these small school offensive linemen uh Cole Strange from Tennessee Chattanooga that, that went in the first round. So that's always been a big element of the game. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, the transfer portal is killing it. Um, you know, right now we only have, I think, three or four sub-FBS level players in the Senior Bowl. And that's because they're all portaling up. They're not staying at the small school level. They're going up at least for their senior year. So they're coming to Mobile with it with a you know a big school helmet on when they you know a lot of these guys spent you know a good chunk of their career at the small school level. So um, you know the, we had to be really intentional this year with uh, to get some small school guys in the game. Like we have a corner from Virginia State, Willie Drew, uh, Division Two player, HBCU player, who's, who's uh, you know really got some ball hawk to him, physical physical corner. Uh, Dylan Lauby, the running back from New Hampshire, is gonna is is. Uh, a guy that's going to excite a lot of people because he's, he's really good in the passing game. Um, he's a guy that you can put in the slot. He, he broke the NCAA all-time record this year. Had 12 catches for like 200 and, I don't know, almost 300 yards against Central Michigan, whatever it was, 298 yards receiving, something crazy. Um, you know, so there's a coach. Jalex Hunt is a, an outside linebacker from from uh, Houston Christian. So there's uh, – but it's small. That, that list, unfortunately, is uh, dwindling. Well, it makes sense because the the college football landscape is changing in a lot of ways with the NIL and the portal and fast and and it's changing over, it's changing overnight. Ed. And, I mean, yeah, and it makes this, this thing's this thing's totally different than it was even two years ago. Yeah, it makes sense that that the game and the rosters and the whole process is different as well. Yeah, adapt or die, right? Ed? Ex- adapt or die. Exactly, which is which is why an old guy like me is is sitting here doing doing YouTube videos as it is. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, hey, let me ask you, I want to turn to some positions of interest for the New York Giants. And one of those is quarterback. Uh, we know the Giants have Daniel Jones. We know that Joe Shane has said that when Jones is healthy next year, he's their guy. He's their quarterback one. He's going to be the starter again. But the Giants are in an awkward position. He's got one year left on his of, of guaranteed money. They're going to have a high pick. They could easily you know, be in the quarterback market for a post-Daniel Jones era. And yep. before we even talk about players, I've been studying round one draft picks and trades up and all of that in the quarterback market since 2010. And I think the what you would call the success rate, guys that get second contracts, maybe guys who are Pro Bowl caliber quarterbacks, the hit rate for quarterbacks in the first round in the NFL since about 2010 is roughly 30 to 35%. And I'm just curious you know, from from your experience in NFL front offices and 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 scouting and all of that, why is it so difficult to match quarterbacks with teams and to hit on on this position more often than that? Well, <laughs> we could do about a two hour uh, show on this topic alone, Ed. Uh, you know, I think I think big picture there are a couple things. Um, it's 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 such a hard position in that league. I mean, what quarterbacks are being asked to do at the college level is not even close to what they're being asked to do as pros. So, so there's a real projection element to it. I mean, you watch some of these guys' college tape, and it's just there's no apples to apples at all. Um, it's hard. I tell people all the time when I get asked questions like this, you for some of these college guys, you can throw out 85% of the the reps they take and really focus on like 15% of the plays where they're under duress. I mean, think about think about how much Daniel Jones has gotten hit over the last five years with the New York Giants. Like some, you watch some of these college kids tape; they can go entire games without getting knocked down. I mean, it's so you're going to it's a chaotic position in the NFL. In college football, there's not a lot of chaos. There's not a lot of pressure. There's not a lot of tight window throws. I mean, so you got to focus on those reps and see what the guys look like. In those in those situations, um, and again, I, I don't know if the if the position's being developed well um, when they get to the pros. They're getting thrown they're getting thrown out there, um, and I don't think it's good for the position. I think guys, I mean, we're seeing what Jordan Love's doing right now um, in Green Bay. He had three years to sit and learn under Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Jordan Love's had a great year uh, for the Green Bay Packers. He is their he is their franchise guy. That was they are going to look like they hit on that draft pick. So. Um, and they were just, we're, we're so far removed from that. We're about 10 years removed from guys coming to the league and actually getting developed. I mean, we're just throwing them out there because the fans want to see them and owners want to see them. Um, and it's not the best thing for the player. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, with, with, with going back to, you know, why teams miss, they miss on the person too. Um, you know, just dealing with the pressure of the position in the NFL. I mean, you got to be wired a certain way. I mean, that's why from from a, from a long distance view, I've admired how Daniel Jones has handled the last five years or four or five years in New York. I mean, he's taken a ton of 
criticism. I think a lot of unjust criticism. I think there's <laughs> there hasn't been a great supporting cast around Daniel, whether it's offensive line or skill people. Um, and not to say they don't start the year with a good group, but that that team, for whatever reason, has been hit with a ton of injuries. It seems like the last four or five years on the offensive side of the ball. So, um, to, to me, Ed, I mean, long windedly, those would be the big picture things on on why it's hard to hit on these guys. Absolutely, so many things go into it, other than a guy's arm strength and his his physical traits and and all of that. I want to ask you, you know, obviously, you said your your rosters are fluid right now. Um, of the guys you've got commitments from at this point, let's just talk about the quarterback position. I know you've got Bo Nix committed. Um, you know, who are you excited about at that position right now? Well, that's a loaded question. Cause I have to say all of them, don't I? And I am, <laughs> I'm excited about all these guys. We wouldn't have invited them if I didn't think they were, were draftable players and guys that will play at the next level. Um, so no, I'm 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 excited about that quarterback group for a lot of different reasons, depending on the player. But you know, I, a guy like I'm excited for a guy like Michael Pratt um, from Tulane for the NFL to really get some spend some time around this guy because I do think he is wired right. I've been around Michael Pratt enough to know that what this what this young guy's made of, and and you got to look at what they do at the college level. I, I always put a lot of stock in guys that raise a program. Um, and what Michael Pratt did for that Tulane program over the course of his career, taking them to a Cotton Bowl victory last year over USC and Caleb Williams, and then getting them, you know, they only lost one game this year. Um, he has truly raised the level of that Tulane program. So so I'll be excited. You know, he's he's not a guy that a lot of people are talking about. You know, it's Bo Nix. For our game, it's Bo Nix, Spencer Rattler, um, you know, Joe Milton, guys like that. We added Sam Hartman today. From Notre Dame, you know, we're talking to Michael Penix, Jaden Daniels. So we could have a lot of really, you know, highly visible guys, but not a lot of people are talking about Michael Pratt. And uh, I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. So quickly, you know, we're going through a couple positions fairly quickly here because I know that your uh, your time is limited and I'm going to try to get you out of here in a couple of minutes. But wide receivers, another spot where the Giants might be looking for help. They drafted Jalen Hyatt a year ago. They still have Wondale Robinson. They still have Darius Slayton. They've got some nice pieces, but they could use more. Who's the Puka Nakua in this game, or is there one? Uh, gosh, you know, Puka was a fifth-round pick last year. So if you would ask me a year ago, you know, and I trust me, I love Puka. And I think the reason why, if you want to like figure out like why Puka is really good, he's a really crafty guy that knows how to get open. Um, and he catches, he catches everything and he's super tough. I mean, that's what Puka is. So, um, you know, just trying to identify guys like that that can transition quickly. Crafty guys know how to play. So if you know how to play, then you can get to that level and figure it out and get on the field. That's why Puka, you know, Cooper Cup gets hurt to start the year, Puka. And then immediately he gained the trust of, of, uh, Matthew Stafford. So I know this wasn't a Puka question, mm-hmm. um, but, but it's a really good position group for us this year. I mean, Lad McConkey is a guy we just got committed from Georgia after his bowl game. He is a super crafty guy. You're going to hear comparisons to to Cooper Cup because of the white guy, white guy thing. Um, and there's some there's some similarities there for sure. I mean, they're both quick. They're both fast. They both can get open. Uh, Malachi Corley is a guy from Western Kentucky, is a guy that does a lot of good things after the catch. Johnny Wilson's a big body guy. If you're looking for something dissimilar to what you guys have right now, you you kind of laid out the, the receiver room. 
Johnny Wilson from Florida State's a little different with uh, you know, he's got like an 84 inch wingspan. He's, you know, crazy catch radius guy. So um, the good thing is for these teams, there's, there's a lot of different flavors at wide receiver when they come down here to Mobile to find whatever skill set they want to find. And you talked so much, you talked a little bit already just about how quarterbacks get hit so much more often in the NFL. And it's been a rough year for the Giants offensive line. How deep is this draft in, in, in offensive linemen? And, and are there a couple of guys that, that maybe Giants fans should really look at, you know, in your game coming up? Yeah, it's the, it's, it's, it's the deepest group we've had um, in my six years here at the senior bowl. I can, I can only speak to that. Uh, we've got seven or eight guys that I think could be first round picks. I, my first year here at the game in 2019, we had five first round offensive linemen. Um, I think we could get to that level or surpass that level this year. Um, Tyler Guyton is a guy that you don't hear a ton about right now. Every, everything's about Joe Alt from, from Notre Dame and Olu Fashana from Penn State. I think Tyler Guyton's got a higher ceiling than both those players. Um, and they're both good players. And I'm not disparaging them at all because they're not playing in the Senior Bowl. And, and Tyler's probably not where they are right now as players. Um, but in terms of athletic ceiling, I think he can do things that neither of those two guys can do. And then you got like Troy Fatanu at Washington, who we'll see here play in the in the championship game. He's a, he's another guy, um, but it's a long list. I don't want to leave any of those guys out. I mean, it's a long list. You can go through our go to our website, seniorbowl.com, check out that offensive line group. And again, like I said, I, I mean, I don't know if we've invited an offensive lineman that's going to get out of the fourth round this year. Most of these guys are all top hundred players. Nice. Hey, Jim. I know. Uh, like I said, I know that that you're. Uh... Your time is kind of limited, so I'm going to let you go. Appreciate the time, and and hopefully, after the Senior Bowl and before the draft, hopefully we'll get to do this again. So thank you very very much. Sounds good, Ed. Thanks for having me. All on. All right, Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Please stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.